Welcome to Child Free Chats, a show where we chat about all things child free. The good, the bad, and the thank God I don't have kids. This show is dedicated to those who have chosen a child free life, and some topics may be sensitive for those who are on the fence or who are childless, not by choice. This show is not suitable for children. everyone. First, I really just want to say happy freaking new year. I don't know about you, but there was just a lot going on in 2021. So I'm ready to start over. I know some of you out there are like, blah, blah. It's just another day. New calendar doesn't really mean much. And to you, I say, first of all, okay, don't be such a negative Nancy. We can all stand to find a little positivity in our lives right now. Secondly, I'm actually a big fan of the new year and all that starting fresh and resolutions mumbo jumbo. And I'll tell you why. My brain works in starts and ends. Aesthetically, it looks nice. And mentally, I can prepare or focus or actually try to make things make sense when I can give them a solid start or finish. Like, try saying that you'll start your new diet on Tuesday the 18th. Like, okay, where's the push? What's the significance to encourage you to follow through? And how do you measure every 18th, every 30 days or every 31 days? Are you counting by Tuesdays or what? Now, if you just said you would start on the first of the month, it makes sense. You can count down to it, but you can also easily count backward to it. And no one says that you literally have to start each resolution on the actual first day of the year. It's just a marker. If I'm honest, I didn't do a damn thing on the first but that's when my resolution started. One of my resolutions this year is to read more books. I love reading, but the last couple of years, y'all, I went a few years reading maybe one book a year. And I don't know about you, but I feel like I get dumber when I don't read things. Reading somehow makes my brain work in ways that other tasks don't. So my goal is to read more this year, and it's obviously so much easier to start my new count from January and end it in December. Just makes sense. So anyway, back to the general idea of loving the new year and trying, again, to let go of old things and start incorporating the new things. I wish you all the success this year in making it a good one. If you don't do resolutions, that's still cool. You might decide in March that you have one or two, or you could just pick up a new hobby or drop an old habit that just feels natural. And we'll all call it a resolution, but you can call it whatever you want. Happy New Year, y'all. Okay, so before I get into today's topic, I actually want to um, vent for one quick minute because This is something that has really been bothering me, and I just want to get it off my chest. So you may or may not know that I follow mostly food pages on my social media accounts. It's pretty much most of the things I'll pay attention to. Sometimes I even like to try some of the recipes. I love watching food prepared, and not by like average people like you or me, no offense, but professional chefs or pages. I'm obsessed with cooking shows too. So my gripe here is 
Why are so many of these pages so aggressive with the ingredients lately? It's like every shot of them is slamming down the meat, angrily dumping in the seasoning, punching the meat to a pulp. And it's like, okay, this is just a hamburger, sir. There is no need for the hostility. It's really driving me nuts. Not sure when this aggro trend towards food started, but let's take it back a couple notches. More Martha Stewart, less Gordon Ramsay. Actually, I don't even think Gordon Ramsay would be so disrespectful to his vegetables. Anyway, today we are talking about the Dink Sink Flex. I kind of thought it was poignant after all of the holiday posts that I'm sure we all experienced over the holiday season. What you may be asking is a Dink Sink Flex. I will tell you, my friends. For the culturally unhip, a flex is just another way to say that you're showing something off. Could be anything, really, from possessions to careers to lifestyle behaviors or choices. So I couldn't help but notice lately the number of child-free people, either single or in a couple, who have been sharing things that they're proud of on Facebook and the child-free groups. And I'll give you my opinion about it because there seems to be two different sides, the people who don't like it and the people who do. My stance is that, can you hear that? I think it's like a duck. I don't even know. Wildlife, you know? (laughs) My stance is that I don't mind it. It doesn't bother me for a couple different reasons. For one, it gives me ideas. I like to see when people post something that I can relate to because I can see if it's something I want to do. For example, a vacation to a country I may want to visit. We're all always Googling questions that we have. So sometimes someone posted something they think is worth bragging about could be an answer to a question. Also, it kind of pushes me. I think we can all get to a place of complacency, but with social media posting, when I see someone post an accomplishment that they're proud of, it actually makes me self-reflect. What am I proud of? What goals have I accomplished lately? And if I find myself feeling envious, I probably just need to take a look at my life and see what I can do to make it better. And I prefer real life people over celebrities. I'm not a big fan of following the uber rich just so they can show me that even though I'm comfortable compared to them, I'm broke. It doesn't feel nice. And a lot of times just seems fake. I would much rather see a fellow child-free person, someone who's working hard, busting their ass for their toys or their degrees or their experiences. I look at some people who post stuff and they truly appreciate what they have. I tend to not follow celebrities because their whole intent seems to flaunt unrealistic lifestyles. And yes, they do watch The Real Housewives. I know someone out there remembers me saying that, but those shows have actually stepped away from flaunting it, to me at least. Like, yeah, sure, we watch them drive around in their quarter of a million dollar car, but it's not like they only focus on the material stuff for the most part. It's not like cribs, okay? Another reason, and this is going to sound terrible, but hopefully someone un- someone will understand what I mean. But when people post certain things that they think are the bee's knees, do people say bee's knees anymore? I don't know if that's something people say. But even if you don't still say it, you know what I mean by it. Um, anyway, when people post their flexes, it, it can put my life in 
into perspective. If I can look at something and know that I would never want that, or I've already accomplished that, it's kind of nice to say to myself, yeah, I'm good. For example, when I see people post their houses as their flex, just bought a huge McMansion, 65 bedrooms for just me, the hubby and our two cats. Like, I could literally not care less. For one, I consider a large house to be part of that old mentality that we, the child-free, have broken away from. Go to college. The better, the better. Get a degree. The higher, the better. Get married. The hotter, the better. Buy a house. The bigger, the better. Have children. The more, the better. So it's like we're saying we're going against social norms and expectations, but for some reason, people still buy the huge house. Now, don't get me wrong. If your goal in life is to have a huge house, you do you. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that because I did it too. And personally, as much as I do love my house, I regret it. There are two of us. There will never be more than two of us. Why do I need all this damn space? All it means is more upkeep. A gardener that I have to pay for, cleaners that I have to pay for, higher land tax that I have to pay for, higher bills because I have to heat and cool down an entire house when we probably use less than half of it. If I didn't have that old brainwashed expectation to buy the house in the nice street in the suburbs, I would have definitely spent the money on a smaller condo on the water. My point here is that when people buy certain things and post about it to social media, it's actually nice to look at that and go, well, that's great for them, but it doesn't work for me and feel happy about knowing that it's definitely important to keep in mind that just because someone posts something doesn't mean you have to want it. Houses, not my thing. Shoes. I care about shoes. Lots and lots of shoes. Call me Carrie. You, you might not care at all about shoes, but prefer exotic locations for a vacation. Rescuing animals or having horses or being able to create awesome culinary dishes or design and create your own clothing. Maybe you have an Etsy shop that's doing really well or your photography business is taking off or you're making waves in your field of research or you simply got promoted at your job. Maybe you like watches or cars or boating and being out on the water. Maybe you compete in weight training or theater or dance. Or maybe you finally got a hold of your mental health and you feel like you're living life to the fullest, whatever that means for you. All of these things are flexes because the average person doesn't have or excel at all of these things. Do you know what I mean? And that's why I say that I don't mind when people show off online. Sure, most of it tends to be material things, but who cares? If that's what makes someone feel good, then that's it. We still have those people in the community who are doing big things according to their own life choices, even if they're not out there living like the Kardashians. And this is also what I want to see. I don't think it's right to shame people for accomplishing something that is important to them because if you posted that you finally bought your first brand new car and don't have to take the bus anymore, guess what? I would be just as happy for you as I would be about the person who has just bought their first McMansion. My personal feelings about it don't matter. Your personal feelings about someone else's accomplishments also don't matter, and none of us get to decide how big or small an accomplishment is in someone else's life. If they don't have anywhere else to flaunt what they've got, let them take to social media. Yeah, it might be weird that they're posting it to a ton of strangers who will never think about them again, but maybe they don't have anywhere else to brag about their accomplishments. 
I think where I have to draw the line is the intention behind it. Like I've seen people whose sole purpose for posting something is to make other people feel envious. That's how I feel about most celebrities and wannabe celebrities. And let me tell you, the evil eye is real. If you don't know what it is, look it up. If you don't believe it, message me and I will give you real life stories. The point is, is that I don't ever believe there are good intentions behind posting something to hurt someone else or make someone else feel bad about what they do or don't have. I also don't like it when people lie. Social media is a breeding ground for liars and posers. If you don't have it, don't post about it. That's it. I caught a girl in a lie about her massive engagement ring the other day, and I won't go into details, but there ended up being a few of us that pointed out all the ways we knew she was lying. And it's not that I cared or wanted to make her feel bad. It's that I didn't like that she was making other people feel bad for something she didn't even have, like that wasn't even true. Anyway, I just had to look at the whole situation and go, what was your purpose? To make yourself feel good or to make someone else feel bad because they can be intertwined, but they're also two very separate things. What's the point of posting a lie to a bunch of strangers? It's very childish, and there's probably some mental health issue going on when that happens. I know compulsive lying is a thing, but that doesn't mean I have to like it. And I know I'm always like, oh, I don't participate in, you know, online drama and foolishness, but I do like to call out a liar <laughs> because what girl, we knew you were lying. Anyway, and that's something else that you should keep in mind when looking at all of the extravagant things people post online. It's not always real. In the case of average Janes or Joes, I tend to think a lot of people who have to post how amazing their lives are online to strangers, they embellish, sometimes a lot. So yeah, I really wanted to address this because people seem to get pretty uptight about it. And it's one of those things that if you don't like it, you can scroll past. As long as there are no social injustices happening, we should be lifting each other up and supporting what our child-free community is proud of. It just shows how diverse we are and things that we can accomplish that we may not have otherwise been able to do if we'd had kids. And for some people, that's the point. Some of us don't have kids because we like things or we like to go places or we like our work or you know, we like our clean house McMansion thing. If someone can be successful, whatever their version is, because they chose not to have children, isn't that just another win for the child-free community? Doesn't that give us more examples for why it's a completely understandable lifestyle choice? I personally don't flex on social media, but if you do, you do you. I think it's great and I love to see it. And you know what? Personally, if I ever do feel jealous or envious of people when they post things online, after I've realized that it's not fake and you're not lying, it is real. <laughs> I usually just like to take a look at myself. I don't mind setting goals and some goals may be lofty and completely unattainable, but I, I don't think that anyone else, no one should have to suffer just because I can't take a private jet to the States to visit my mom. You know, if you can do that, then good for you. Like, why should you feel bad about, oh, and that was another thing that kind of 
is a sister argument, I guess, if that makes sense to this whole thing, is that, you know, at Christmas time, all of those posts that people put up that say, you know, like you shouldn't post all of your gifts that you have under the tree because, you know, there are people out there who are suffering and can't afford gifts for their children and blah, blah, blah. And, and I think the argument is very valid that if someone has the means or if that's someone's goal, then they should be able, I mean, that's what social, don't be on Facebook if you don't want to see what people are doing with their lives, like really you just can't. But if someone has the means or has worked really hard, parent or not a parent in this particular argument, they should be able to post it. It's their social media, you know, and it's it's their persona that they're putting online and out into the world. If that's what they want to put out there, I mean, I guess I just have better things to do with my life than be upset about stuff that someone has that I don't have. A complete stranger at that. <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is people brag and boast online all over the world all the time. Why is it suddenly an issue when people slap a child free label on it? If anyone out there who you were friends with bought a new house, oh, congratulations, more space for you and the kids. How wonderful, how great. If you bought yourself a new watch, oh, good for you. You should be treating yourself. You work hard. You deserve it. You go on a lovely vacation with or without the kids. That's awesome. Great pictures. You must have had a blast blah, blah, whatever. But when child-free people do it on the basis of being child-free, now it's a problem. That's all I'm saying. Is it jealousy? I don't know. But something to think about. Anyway, that's my thoughts. You don't have to agree with me. I know that there are people out there who don't like the flexing and you don't have to. It's okay. But tell me, let me know if you don't like the social media flexing specifically for child-free people. I don't care about parents. If you don't like it that someone posts in a Facebook group, hey, I have extra income and I can spend my money on these things. If you don't like it, tell me why. I'm very interested to hear it because I didn't ask around. Like I don't go onto those posts and ask the people who are upset about it why they're upset. So yeah, I'd be interested to know why people don't like it. If that's you, if you don't mind like me, post something. <laughs> I don't know, tag me in it. I'd like to see it. Maybe I've missed it. I'll comment on it. I'll give you a like. Anyway, that's it. I hope you had a wonderful new year. I hope that you stay safe and um, that this year brings abundance and light and love and all of that floofy shit for all of us. <laughs> All right, bye.